morning, and welcome back to another episode of Fandoms and Fanatics. I think the listeners are going to be really interested in hearing how their social media footprint can actually contribute heavily to consumer culture, which large companies eventually capitalize on. So when we first started to think about social media, being three different researchers, we immediately noticed that each of us have really different social media experiences due to our different interests. So we're each bound to have different feeds and content that we're going to consume. Because of this, we wanted to expand our horizons and ask other people about their social media interactions, which means we wanted to know about their interests, the fandoms they participate in, and what that participation leads to. Being part of the Gen Z population ourselves, we wanted to listen to what other people in our generation had to say about this and what they've noticed. The Generation Z ages currently apply to anyone who's around 11 to 26, but for the purpose of our research today, we decided to narrow it down to the age range of 18 to 22 so that we can get a more concise grid of data to analyze. Taking a look at the theories presented by the Frankfurt School in Germany and the theorists T.W. Adorno and Max Horkheimer, we can see critical theory taking place in our daily lives with the ways in which we contribute to consumer culture through social media. Critical theory is presented as a theory which relates to consumer culture through the idea of demand created by audience interacting with a certain media and consuming what that media is giving them. The theorist at Frankfurt School came to the understanding that media is altered and delivered to society in such a way that it intends to benefit capitalism. Because of our daily lives being so present on social media, we decided to examine the effects of social media on consumer culture and how we contribute to it. Thinking about our personal experiences as researchers and those from our collected data, we can see the concept of online fandoms as a source of culture is not new. It's clear within the sphere of popular culture that fandoms surrounding television, film, literature, music, sports, and other popular interests generate a lot of excitement and engagement. After all, major social events like the Academy Awards or sporting events like the Super Bowl are as popular as they are because of the extensive fan culture surrounding them. These wholesome interactions amongst fans generate neo-tribes, networks, and imagined communities that are founded upon common passions such as film or sports, and this is socially celebrated as fan culture on a mass scale. Let's now get into the specifics of our data. The research we conducted was directed at the Gen Z population, which consists of the age group 18 to 22-year-olds. We asked them a series of questions to see if and how their social media interactions with fandoms has led to consumer culture, which companies can capitalize on. Our research data indicates that 76% of our respondents are active on social media, with the majority of them primarily using Instagram and TikTok. Right away, this is a clear indication that there's going to be interaction with fandoms and consumer culture because Instagram and TikTok are known to be notorious for their algorithms showing you advertisements for what you enjoy interacting with. Majority of our respondents also indicated that they were extremely likely to be interacting with the fandom online, and it was found that the most popular areas of fandom interaction on social media include entertainment, sports, and pop culture slash celebrities. Not only is fandom on social media popular, but it almost takes on a whole life and dimension of its own, with 80% of respondents indicating that they were likely to follow the social media accounts related to their fandom. As for the reasons why, 50% said they wanted to be notified of promoted events, and 25% for related merchandise. 
So, just how effective are these advertising and marketing tactics on social media? Well, out of our 35 responses, 32 of them have admitted to purchasing something related to a fandom they interact with, including both physical merchandise and experiences. For example, many indicated that they have purchased tickets to events, sporting games, apparel, jewelry, concert tickets, and display items. Specific responses have indicated that specific fandoms and social media platforms have contributed to their personal spending habits and consumer culture. For instance, sports fan culture and their advertising or sponsorships on Instagram and TikTok. Taking a look at respondent number 17, this person said that they were 19 years old and very active on social media. They're extremely likely to follow a fandom or celebrity that they engage with, and they're active in fandoms related to sports, automotives, celebrities, and pop culture. This respondent also indicated that they had already purchased fandom-related items such as apparel, posters, display items, and books, and they had also purchased tickets for sporting events. They may be more inclined to purchase an item if a celebrity is endorsing it, and they were very likely to purchase an item endorsed by Nike if an athlete was promoting it because they belong to the fandom of sports. Relating back to the FIFA World Cup, as this person belongs to a fandom of sports, this respondent did contribute to consumer culture around this fandom by purchasing items related to it. They have also indicated that their purchase of LeBron James's Nike shoes in partnership with the athletic company Nike was something that they purchased because they interacted with the fandom through LeBron James's Instagram. Seeing how involved this person is with the sports fandom, it's apparent that their social media usage has contributed to has contributed to consumer culture greatly. By following sports, they have contributed to the purchases of apparel, tickets to games, art and posters, and books, and they've also admitted to purchasing items related to the largely popular FIFA World Cup, and when consumer culture during the World Cup was extremely high, they contributed to the consumer as culture as well by purchasing items related to it. Lastly, this respondent has also used social media as a way to participate in their sports fandom and in the life of a celebrity by following LeBron James and his partnership with the athletic brand Nike. Because of this partnership announced through social media, the respondent has purchased the shoes made by them as to contribute to consumer culture. So as we can see, consumer culture is around us whether we realize it or not. Simply by living our day-to-day -day lives through social media, we may have either knowingly or unknowingly contributed to consumer culture. Taking a look at the respondent we examined above and given our general data, we can understand that being deeply immersed within our specific fandoms can contribute to spending habits on social media and these fandoms. Because of this, large companies can find it easier to capitalize off of these habits that we think may be so simple. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Come back next week for another episode of Fandoms and Fanatics.